0: Hey there, folks, and welcome back to the Classic Camera Revival. We are in our ninth season. It is very hard to believe that this little tiny podcast that shouted into the void more than five years ago now? Yeah, more than five years ago now is still going. We have seen a lot of changes since then, both in our hosts and our style and the number of episodes we put out a month and we just want to keep going so we are going to be discussing the photographic goals that we have as a hosting team have for this year so mr meadows roll the intro
1: welcome to the classic camera revival coming to you from the greater toronto hamilton region of ontario canada if you don't have gear acquisition syndrome now you most likely will by the end of the episode Okay, folks,
0: so we are into a new year. It is 2023. 2022 was actually a really fun year for film photography. We saw um, some new cameras hit the market. We saw some promises from Rico Pentax that look super exciting, um, and we wish them the best of luck, and um, new films hitting the market, some new rebrands hitting the market. It, it was just amazing. But like any photographer, sometimes we get the hankering to uh, to work on ourselves, work on the art, work on our hobbies. So we're going to be going around the table and taking a look at what our individual goals are for 2023. So we are going to start off with Mr. James Lee.
2: Oh all right, well, uh, you know, I can't believe it's been nine seasons that's that's pretty incredible in and, and five years, so uh, I certainly echo your. Sentiment, Alex, and thanking all the all the listeners and people that have interacted with us and continue to listen and and certainly like what we're putting out there. Um, it's certainly a lot of fun for me and and certainly a lot of fun for all of us, I think. But um, you know, sort of the topic at hand. Um, interestingly enough, um, I, I I kind of sort of thought to myself the other day, or I probably read some ridiculous meme somewhere, and it made sense to me because that's just kind of the world we live in these days. But um, uh, instead of making a resolution, I've kind of decided on a couple of changes that I want to make this year, um, as opposed to just kind of picking one thing. Um, and and one of it uh, is sort of personal, well, one is very personal, and one of it, and, and the second is is more related to film photography. But the first sort of thing and I, I, th- I would encourage anyone or everyone to, to think about is something for yourself. Um, you know, focus on yourself first for a little bit. You know, it's been a rough few years and, um, you know, we hear the term self-care and all that stuff kind of going on out there. But, you know, for me, um, I uh, a, a little sort of quick story. I recently applied for some new life insurance, had to have a blood test. Uh, the results were not that promising and I had a very serious conversation with my doctor. So, um, you know, about a month ago, I started uh, getting back into health, getting back on my bike doing more exercise and um, that's something I want to really prioritize, uh, not just in 2023, but, but going forward, you know, the older we get, um, we're not as resilient as we were um, once more. And certainly with all the pressures and things, you know, uh, going on uh, in the world and all the, all the different things that, you know, we have to deal with as human beings, um, you know, focusing on yourself and, and, you know, Doing something that is going to make you feel good, both mentally, physically and emotionally, um, I think is a really terrific place to start. Um, And I think that needs to translate into your art or whatever you choose to express yourself. And obviously, you know, people on this this podcast crew and most of the people I think that listen to us you know, that's your creative outlet. And so I really want to simplify uh, going forward. So I really want to limit myself to uh, use of, you know, one 35 millimeter camera, one medium format camera, and one large format camera next year, and really focus on the photography, you know, I'm not going to concern myself with a bunch of new films and new cameras. And, you know, Sometimes you, you got, you know, after a while, years of collecting and, you know, you know, co-hosting a podcast that's focused on on the inevitable gas. We certainly can amass these wonderful collections of cameras, which, hey, there's nothing wrong with. And if that makes you happy, absolutely. But at some point, I, I think you reach this tipping point where it's like, OK, well, I have all this really cool shit. When am I actually going to use it and do it justice? So... That's going to be my focus for this year is to do my camera or my, a smaller set of cameras understand. justice. Uh, start burning up my massive stores of film, um, you know, film prices being what they are. And I trust me, those that don't know, I have a lot of film, um, a lot of film. Uh, so I'm going to start sharing some of that film. I'm going to probably sell some of it off and, I, and, and give it away to my good friends. Um, and I am going to make a, a personal commitment to not charge exorbitant prices for whatever I sell. So you know, I'll certainly charge. I'll, I'll get my money back out of it, and perhaps a little bit, you know, for the care and storage that I took. But I'm not going to go out there and and ream people a new one. I want people to enjoy um, film photography as much as I do, um, and enjoy photography as much as I do. So uh, you know, I really want to focus on, you know sharing it, um, be less concerned about, you know, making a profit or recovering money from things that I sell. Uh, And you know what, I think, um, you know, we take a look at it. At the end of the day, you know, a hamburger can only taste so good. Steak can only taste like a steak. A film camera is always going to be a film camera. It doesn't need to be a $6,000 film camera. It doesn't need to be you know, a, a, a $20 film camera, there's, there's somewhere, some price point, some value point in there for everyone. I want to try and find that for myself uh, this year and focus on that and really get back in touch with photography and shooting and certainly the camaraderie that comes along uh, with all of that. And, you know, um, I've been a little bit lax I think in the last year in terms of, uh, Uh, focusing on on you know doing more photo walks more social events with photography so I really want to change that in 2023 because I certainly do miss it and um, uh, you know if the pandemic has taught us anything is we really should value that physical connection so I really want to focus on that again in 2023 so that's kind of my sort of thoughts on where I'm at at least right now anyway
0: Wonderful. Yeah, I, I do miss uh miss photo walks also. And uh hopefully I'll be able to make it out to a few um this year as well, but it all depends on parenthood. So
2: I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um no, that's that's really good, James. Um yeah, super cool. Um, Bill, how about you? What are your goals resolution
1: oh boy uh that's a that's a that's an interesting and open ended question i'm going to build a bit on what james and again i didn't have this scary chat with my personal physician regarding health but i did go back to the gym this past september for the first time in about 2 years I used to be a gym rat, then COVID happened. Uh, my weight's always gone up and down over the years. And it's that fat, sadly, the past few, it's crept up. Well, in the past few months, I've shed 15 pounds from, well, basically lifting heavy things and a lot of steady state cardio, which I'm doing about 26 kilometers a week of walking. Now, part of that's photo walking. Some of that's walking to and from the gym, which is a good thing. And you're going to say, why is this non-photographic? you know gym rat stuff applying to photography well i sleep a lot deeper my head's a lot clearer and a lot more creative not only that if you're going hiking in the middle of the woods you're not going to be anywhere near as winded if you're packing a camera backpack full of mamiya gear and jess is nodding her head going yeah yeah i feel (laughs) and and that's that component again uh we're not getting any younger and you know we're at that point in our lives the metaphorical check engine light comes on a wee bit more often um and in terms of immediate photography it's more of a an open-ended ongoing project uh my girlfriend lives in midtown toronto and i'm sort of documenting that part of the city the city that the city that's north of blur street and i would say south of lawrence or Maybe even the four hundred one, if you're going to be generous. But let's say south of Lawrence, because that air part of Toronto is going to change exponentially over the next fifteen years. Uh, you know, basically due to densification and the the streetscape that maybe we remember isn't going to be there. And and it's funny this winter I've been sort of I I'm participating in the frugal film project that Sherry Christensen Christensen has put together and i put together uh my kit for this year which is a Mat ftn has the uh nikor hc 50f2 but i threw in the 28 35 but also the 135f2.8 nikor q it's a lens i don't use that often and it's sort of like cuz i always reach for the, the nikor p 105 25 let's use this lens a lot more often and it's just sort of figuring Certain bits of equipment out better, and sort of like the kaizen, continue improvement of your 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 workflow uh, from the point you, you know, you've taken the sh- you you've exposed the film to, you know, pulling the film out of the rinse cycle when you're processing, drying, scanning, always continually improving it, especially with color film, because again, these days. I'm shooting with a lot more intent due to cost. And I've also, I'm kind of switching where I shop, which supply, which vendors or brands that I'm going to buy. I'm leaning more towards Lomo, uh, Sin Still and Flickfilm Film and Atlanta Film Company for my color film. When I do shoot color film, once I run out of what I got right now, because well, I was in Burlington camera yesterday and I saw what they were charging for a roll of Ultramax and it's not the cheap and cheerful film it used to be. Pure and simple. (laughs) So yeah, be more mindful when I'm shooting color because again, it is the more expensive medium but black and white, black and white is still reasonable. Uh, Especially if you process yourself, it's like, it's just another day unless you love shooting Kodak Trix, in which case, well, you know, uh, that's uh, that's between you and your bank manager. <laughs> well, I think that's,
2: those are all excellent points, Bill. Um, uh, you know, and I certainly think, you know, with the, the rising price of film and chemicals and that sort of thing, it certainly uh, emphasizes uh, you know, the, you know, I guess need or, you know, whatever you want to call it, but, you know, having a stronger sense of purpose in what you're shooting, Mm -hmm. um, you know, don't just shoot because, you know, oh, that building looks interesting or, you know, that shadow looks interesting. Um, I think it it gives us an opportunity to challenge ourselves artistically and that, you know, every shot we take, uh, you know try, try to tell the story try to find some meaning in, in, in what we're shooting yeah. you know and and, and and then it's not really a wasted you know couple dollars a, f- a frame is what it's coming out to be in a lot of cases these days for, well, for you know if you're a,
1: shooting Portra uh, yes it is a couple dollars a frame <laughs> yeah if it's Fomapan or Kent mirror, it's still pretty reasonable uh, or Arista if you really want to go Cheap and cheerful, which is basically FOMA.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I'm. I'm really looking forward to uh, working through the frugal film project uh, this year myself. I haven't shot my first roll yet, but um, but hopefully hopefully soon. And it's going to be a weird one working with one of the least liked kit lenses from. Late Konica Minolta, the 28 to one hundred, Uh mm. pretty much an all-plastic lens. Not pretty. <laughs> are the lens elements plastic? Oh, the elements are glass. But other than that, everything else is plastic, including yeah. all the internal gears. So if it goes, it's dead. Yeah. And Do you have yeah. a
1: backup lens in case that does oh, pine for totally. the fjords in Norway. I,
0: I have the uh I have the uh 35 to 70. F4. So no, there you go. Super old school and it'll work just fine. All right, Jess, what about you? What are your goals, resolution, plans, schemes?
3: Okay, well If everyone, uh, you know, everyone who knows me (laughs) knows that I always bite off more than I can chew. So, of course, I have tons of ideas and plans and and resolutions and hopes and dreams and all that for 2023. Um, I am going to mirror a little bit with James and Bill here and say that I'm also going to start taking better care of myself, um, both mentally and physically, uh, you know, the pandemic definitely did teach us that we need to take care of ourselves and be around to be able to take care of our loved ones if need be. So for me, I'm just going to get in shape so that I can keep hiking around with my RV 67 through the woods, full kit weighs, you know, 15 to 20 pounds. So (laughs) I need, I need to bulk up a little. Um, but other than that, um, I'm going to I think I'm going to try really hard in spite of all of my crazy ideas to keep it simple this year. Last year in 2022, I was gung ho. I was going to do all kinds of stuff. I was going to put out books, build my website, all kinds of things, finally finish off my backlog. And the one resolution I actually did is I started shooting four by five, and that's because Intrepid reached out to me and sent me a camera. So that's literally not even a decision I even really made. <laughs> it's it's it was just serendipity, I guess, at that point. Um, so this year, I'm hoping to keep it a little bit simple. Uh, if I get everything done, then yay. And if I don't, well, I do have a few things that I really want to focus on, so that when I look back over the year, I can say that I'm proud of myself for actually getting those things done. So one of the things is definitely going to be focusing on four by five this year. I really want to get to know the intrepid. I want to get to know the medium as much as I can and just immerse myself in the large format world. You know, having lots of gear is a lot of fun, but it's only fun as long as you actually know how to use it. The most important thing is to know how to use your gear. So if you're someone who likes to have 20 cameras or only one camera, just get to know it as much as possible. That's the best advice I could ever give, I think. Um, So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my own advice and actually get to know my camera as best as I can. And I'm really excited to get to know film in sheet format as well. You know, I'm not expecting anything really crazy and changes, but I do have certain favorites in 35 millimeter and certain favorites in 120. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they'll translate into four by five as well. And seeing if maybe some new favorites end up coming along the way. So unfortunately, that doesn't mean that my wallet will be emptying on sheet film throughout the year. But you know, it'll be fun experimenting, and I'm going to take it slow. I'm you know I'm starting off with my absolute favorites, and I'll work through them one at a time. Um, another thing that I really want to do this year is, and it is actually photography related, is travel more. I ha- I don't get to travel very much. I do work on a farm in the summers, so that is very limiting for me. And of course, with the pandemic, we couldn't go anywhere. But in 2022, in September, it was the first uh, vacation that I, Jody and I actually took in 10 years, and I was really inspired by that Um Because we went out only for five days. We rented a cottage on the shores of the St. Lawrence. We spent five days there and I shot eight rolls of film. And I was just so thrilled. I think that was the most film I shot all 2022. So I've decided that I definitely need to travel more. There are a lot of places that I want to go out and see, a lot of places locally, um, as well as elsewhere. Um, but I'm definitely going to be trying to do, you know, camping trips out and stuff like that. And then I also get to be more in the great outdoors. So hopefully my schedule will permit a bit for that. Um, another thing that I really want to get done is clear up my backlog. It's still all the way back to 2017. I still have roles. I haven't developed from them. I know, I know, Bill, I know.
1: <laughs> well, you're not alone. I, I, I have two roles of 120 that need a date with the tank.
3: Ah, there you go.
1: So, so I'd say, yeah, <laughs> I've
3: got, I've got a good hundred rolls. I think that I got to get through. So yeah, I know it's mostly C41, which is actually kind of great because now I can just buy C41 kits and like roll right through them and not worry about wasting any chemicals. Um, oh, hopefully, hopefully everything turns out. Cause you know, sometimes when you shoot film and then leave it for a while, it, does funny things, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. Everything will be fine. Everything's been refrigerated. We're good. Uh, but yeah, I would I would like to clear up my conscience and actually get through all of those roles and get them done. Uh, I don't know if I'll get them scanned, but I'll at least get them developed. Um, and I think that the biggest change I'm going to make this year is that I'm actually going to get started on working on things in January. (laughs) Normally, I take the winter months to kind of let things marinate, get all my inspiration and motivation together. And then come March and April when spring hits, I'm super excited. I'm ready to go. And then the farm season hits and I'm like, oh crap, where'd my time go? Now I can't do anything photographically speaking for a good six months. So this year, I'm going to start in January, whether that's planning out photo trips or uh, even just photo projects, because I have tons of ideas for those two. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Um, Or going through my backlog. I'm sure that there's lots of things I can do in the deep, dark winter months in Canada that can be better spent getting all of this stuff done. So, yes. So maybe that doesn't sound so simple to everyone else, but to me, to narrow it down to like four main categories Will hopefully work and i'm really hoping that at the end of this year i actually get them all done but my my um my uh what's the word i'm looking for
1: procrastination
3: Well, uh, no not just well yeah there's procrastination that will that will definitely hit but i mean my i don't want to say projection my my not premonition intuition yeah, or something like that. Anyways, my I'm pretty sure that we're gonna get to the end of 2023 and I'm gonna be like, oh guys, I didn't do any of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's the spirit test. So, well, it'll probably be more like so I finally got to shoot all my favorite films on my Intrepid. And That's true. Now my backlog goes from 2017
3: to 2023, guys. Ugh. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, um, they say yeah. the road to hell is paid with good intentions, but in well, Justice's case, it's the uh, Eastern Township's auto route. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
4: And remember, you're doing this for
2: fun.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. None of yeah. us
1: are getting paid for this. No. no.
2: And, and words of the wise, if you're going to procrastinate on souping your film, it's a good idea to put dates on the canisters. Yes. Mm. I, do I do that.
3: That actually- I do. That I'm actually. not. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm actually good at is writing dates on my canisters. Not so good at keeping notes of what I actually shot, yeah, uh, which which is another thing I'd like to improve on, uh, of course. Uh, but I do actually write the dates and the year. Very important to write the year. Because <laughs> mm. sometimes your dates can be the same as other years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I should show you my spreadsheet, which is basically my film log. I have all my film Logged all the way back to
3: 2002 oh wow. wow that's awesome
4: I so think you win cool. that one
3: yeah yes. you're like the opposite of me you're super yeah. organized <laughs> uh,
0: sometimes it's a little it. too much
3: <laughs> no that's I, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to work on being super organized
0: yeah notebook and pen that's all you need to do to start yeah just have a dedicated notebook and pen and just keep everything there um, I found that especially useful when I started with four by five was um, yeah. just documenting, um, the lens I used, the movements I put on the camera, um, the yeah. film, how I exposed it, like shutter speed aperture and, um, then how I developed it. And from there I was able to go like, okay, well this worked, this didn't work. Wow. This was a really cool effect I got with this movement. I'll have to remember that if I'm in a similar, similar situation. So, yeah. and I've just kept going from there and, haven't stopped
3: that's awesome intrepid actually sent me a little handy notebook where I can write all that information in that's it a so really I
0: notebook yeah
3: I'm I'm working on filling it properly <laughs>
0: <laughs> fill it the way that you get the most out of it
3: yes yeah
0: and John now John John mentioned at the end of uh, last season about keeping things simple and Surprisingly, a lot of the feedback we got from that episode was about what John was saying. So, yeah, that's that's really awesome. So, John, continuing on, what are your plans, goals, schemes, um, attempts to take over the world, <laughs> or at least the only cafe yeah. for 2023?
4: Well, I'm not going to attempt to, uh, to change the world, um, but I'm going to start off again, you know, by echoing what everyone else has said about taking care of yourself. Uh, I turned 61 this past November, so uh, I'm the old dude. And yes, you know, it it comes with a cost. And, you know, what uh, 2023 is going to be uh, a year, I think photographically, of some pretty wrenching changes for me. I think some will be positive and some I will just have to deal with. And, uh, and find a way to keep uh, doing photography that, uh, that works for me. And I have a plan for that. Um, that involves selling the Hasselblad kit today on the day we recorded something. If you'd asked me a year ago, would you sell the Hasselblad? I said, no, I'll punch you first. But uh, times change. Um, so when I, when I look at my uh, my... My, uh, I have a number of specific uh, project goals for this year. Um, and along with uh, dealing with change, uh, the other thing that sort of informs all my goals is that uh, there needs to be a tangible output, something in my hand. Uh, if it's just an image on the screen, like, sorry, pixels does not mean the image is, uh, or the job's complete. So that's going to drive a lot of what I'm doing. Um, so I have, yeah. So, and I'm just going to cover my film projects. I have a couple of digital projects as well, but that's, we don't talk about that stuff. Oh, here. you could
0: talk about okay.
4: that. Okay. okay. Well, I'll knock off. I, I, I'm doing a 365, like a picture day. That will mainly be digital or the iPhone, which of course is digital. And so far I, today's the fifth and I've had five pictures. So I haven't lost yet. Um, and of course, I'm be finishing my only cafe portrait series, and doing the photo album. And speaking of photo albums, I met up at the only cafe with uh, my friend Alan Bell, who uh, who Bill also knows. And what Alan brought along the show, he got an old fashioned photo album like the, the black paper, and he's just basically making like he's got his own high quality printer at home. He's doing small snapshot size. Prints of what he's working on and like using the photo corners. And I was looking at it and say, wow, this is like people were coming over to have a look because it just I think people are just so used to seeing pictures, whether it's digital or hybrid, whatever, on screen, and just seeing that in the hand, and just it had a real effect on me. And you know, getting getting four by sixes or five by fives printed is not expensive so it's something that i can manage so um i have this i've had this old photo album that i picked up at a garage sale i think for 50 cents a couple of years ago and it's the kind that has the uh, the old-fashioned uh nice. that cardboard or construct whatever that paper is called i'll get photo paper thank you and, um, I'll get the photo corners and I'm going to be starting that this week. So I'm not also not going to procrastinate. So that's one project. Um, the next project I have in mind is getting back into cyanotype. And so by the end of the year, I want to have 24 cyanotype prints. I have chemistry. Um, you don't need a lot in the way of, uh, of chemistry or of of equipment to do it. I've got a good uh, contact printer that I can use. Um, The only part that's a bit expensive, sadly, is uh, I'll have to use the hybrid approach to generate the negative. And that means printing onto Pictorial premium transparency. And uh, I I think B&H has it. It's 30 bucks for 20 sheets of 8x10, and that's US pricing. So... But I think for twenty-four pictures, I can I can make that uh, I can make that work. Uh, the other project, um, and this isn't so much about saving money. This is just changing things up, and uh, I want to spend more time getting to know Ilford Pan F plus the slow speed film. Mm. And I'm thinking primarily I'm going to match it up with the Olympus OM one, which I just I got mine repaired recently that the meter was acting up and I'm thinking like the, the Zoico glass is so nice and so sharp. Why not pair it up with a, uh, with a film and, and also probably using Rodinal as a developer, a film developer combination that can really show off what those lenses are capable of. So I, I don't know how many rolls I'll shoot, but I want that to be, much more of a go-to film. Mm. Maybe not so much January in Toronto, I think, you know, because you can't push it to 1600, which I think the last few days, at least you need film that fast just to shoot outdoors.
0: Oh, Yeah. yeah.
4: And the last project that I'm working on, I'm calling this one called Cover the Walls. And this is just putting more pictures, more photographs up on the man cave downstairs. And the thing is, you know, I've got a bunch of frames kicking around, but even then, like you don't always have to do frames, especially if I'm just getting hybrid prints done at uh, a downtown camera, I can just use adhesive and put them on foam core. You know, I don't really have to worry about, um, about longevity because, you know, I'll rotate pictures through. I'm not selling these, to anyone. And uh, foam core and adhesive is not that expensive. So it's a way by end of the year, you know, I want, uh, I want this room pretty much covered. I think I'm maybe 5% of the way there. So, uh, but at the end of the year, whether it's looking at prints on the wall or holding uh, photo albums in my hand, I'll have, you know, something that says, yes, despite some of the changes, despite some of the challenges um, I'm going to have to face, I was still able to do meaningful work. That means something to me.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, the cyanotype seems uh, really interesting. And um, a while back we actually shared on our Instagram feed um, a uh, person who isn't normally within the film photography sphere, my good friend Erin, who lives up in uh, North Bay, she actually started doing solargrams using oh, using cyanotype. So she would collect leaves and plants out of the. Uh, she's much more into gardening, etc. So, and yeah, I just saw it. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> this That's is and cool. I expected to be doing cyanotype. So, it's actually really cool
4: and it's a, it's such a flexible process you can get all mm-hmm. kinds of looks like uh, someone uh, a real friend of the Toronto film community even though he's in Buffalo is Dan Novak and yep. and he sent me some of his cyanotypes and he uses a very rough textured uh right. sort of paid like a wa- the watercolor paper mm-hmm. and gets a very almost minimalist kind of look his his work is like unlike any other cyanotype work i've seen and so it's a it, he has a great example of someone who's used the process to develop a unique personal style.
0: Definitely, and I'll make sure to send you John a link to Bill Schwab's series on building digital negatives. It's just I think you'll get a lot out of it, and we'll because Bill does amazing old process work from from digital negatives, both film scans and mm-hmm. original digital images. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll suit your workflow quite nicely.
4: I look forward to reading it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Okay. That leaves me. So um, last year I shot two large format projects, um, one on historical churches within Halton region and another one specifically about Oakville with full intention of um, getting everything done before Christmas, including producing two books. Oh well i didn't quite make it um i have um the historic churches project done typed ready to go on the blog that just has to be put together into a book form i've stalled on the oakville one i have all the images shot i have the rough drafts written so my overall goal for this year is to actually get those two projects into book form again having those tangible products by the end of it um um, I think that's about all I'll be able to manage this year, um, between um, becoming taking on full-time fatherhood duties for um, for about the middle of the uh, about the middle of the year, and continuing with various film camera developer reviews, um, and I really hope to branch off in my developer reviews try try a few different more interesting developers. I did. Um, ECN2 um, at the end of last year, which was a pain in the butt, but super satisfying to get really easy to scan roles, especially Vision 3250D. Um I just, um, I also got um, Kodak D19, which will be interesting to work with. Um, and um, a couple of FOMA developers, LQR and the uh, retro um, special developer so that's supposed to work really well with uh, the retro pan 320 so that's for later in the year but my main focus for the first half of the year is to actually get those two projects into book form so I'm again trying to keep it simple focus on my own personal mental health and well-being and that of my son who will be turning one in February and that's really fun so uh, hopefully I'll get a camera into his hand very soon gotta start them young you know well hey I turn a camera or a phone towards him and he stops what he's doing and he smiles
2: ah there you go that's perfect Mm.
4: but as he he gets more and more mobile you're gonna have to keep uh, using a higher shutter speed
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and
0: autofocus is your friend that's why I have the Maxim 9 there you go. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: You can always start him off with like an Instax mini camera.
0: Actually, um, the camera I have for, uh, for him for his first one would be, um, a, uh, Minolta Weathermatic.
2: Matic. Ah, so okay. the one
0: that Bill used for the uh, mystery camera challenge.
2: Is that the, is that the yellow thing?
0: Yeah. 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 The big, yellow is yeah. chunky. Yes. Perfect for those, uh, little toddler hands. Yeah. Perfect.
4: Almost like Lego.
0: Yes. (laughs) And baby exposed to that as well. I have, I have a ton of that at my parents' house. That's all mine.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, it's, it's funny. Like I, you know, thank you all for sharing your, your thoughts on this. Number one, you know, um, certainly I see a lot of common ground amongst all of our sort of desires for this year. And it's really, you know, it seems like simplicity is, uh, you know the underlying sort of tone for everything and you know it made me think that you know like you know for those that are listening and are you know contemplating the same as you know most of the you know modern population does come every new year uh is you know what am I going to change what am I going to resolve to do and that sort of thing and you know maybe just pick one thing you know <laughs> pick one thing is it going to be taking better notes on your film photography is it going to be starting to take notes on your film photography (laughs) uh you know it's little things like you don't even need to do um a, a project per se but like you know take take one photo a day whether or not that's with your phone with your you know film camera your digital camera whatever but the one caveat for that one picture is make sure it's a meaningful picture. Make sure it, it's something that um, captures or triggers some kind of emotion for you, whether or not it's happy, sad, you know, melancholy, whatever, somewhere in between that, you know, because really that's, you know, at the end of the day with, you know, they're like in, in our world, there, there's so much um, information and, and, you know there's no real message half the time you know try try to figure out a message and and you know capture that and and create a memory and and you know i don't know i, I would like to get back to the roots of what photography was in terms of what its purpose was and that was to capture memories you know it doesn't you know hey all the other mm-hmm. stuff is fun and it's great and it's awesome to learn about new films and and chemicals and, cameras and and, hey nothing wrong with doing that absolutely not um i'd love to say we've made a living off doing that but we really haven't (laughs) but uh um uh you know all of that stuff is really cool too and if that makes you happy hey keep on doing that or get into that start your own podcast do whatever you know makes you happy but um at the end of the day it's all about capturing and preserving a, a memory that's important to you one way or the other you know
3: I agree with that. I really want to start photographing my family a lot more um, because I used to all the time when I was a kid. And for some reason I stopped and it's it's I don't know if it's like I'm scared to photograph my family for some reason or I'm not sure what it is exactly. But I just never gravitate towards the camera. And I know that one day I'm going to miss out on that on those chances. So that that really rings true. Definitely photograph the things you love people.
2: I I agree with you and you know what I think what happened to me was photography for me was a job you know working as as a professional for a long time I I never took photos at home uh, or family events because to me they were snapshots and my brain was so conditioned to the right lighting the right posing you know this that and the other thing I'm like what are you doing like that's not important you know like at at the end you know this is your family these are the people that you love your friends whatever um and you know i really had to start start practicing when i was preaching because i was always preach you know emotion over perfection right and then i wouldn't do it in real life so um you know having this discussion i think certainly has helped me personally that you know i'm gonna really try to focus on that as well too don't chase the perfect shot chase the memorable shot
0: Yep. Yeah. No, my uh my D seven fifty comes with me to every single event. And yeah, it's big, it's bulky, and but man, I would not regret carrying that thing with the battery grip. And you know what? Sometimes just the fifty one point four is the perfect lens yep. to do it. So and it's just unposed, it's blurry, not everything's in focus, but I got the image.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I like so much about photography is that it has the ability to sometimes take us back in that moment when we took the photo. Yeah. So we can remember how the air felt, how warm it was or how cold it was, what it smelled like. And all of those things are just so important for our memories yeah. That you know, having those photos is just so wonderful to be able to look back on them.
2: It's, it's so, so true what you're saying. And, you know, my, my fondest childhood memories, um, what I remember the most about them and what triggers them for me, is like when I feel like in the summertime and you're out as a kid playing, doing whatever, and you know, whatever you're doing, just some days, the way that the sun, would hit me and the warmth I would feel brings me right back to some of those childhood memories. And I couldn't for the life of me tell you exactly what I was doing, but I, (laughs) it's just that feeling that comes back. And, you know, and I think for at least for us, you know, older farts in the film community, um, you know, shooting those cameras, that sense of nostalgia for me and Mm -hmm. like, you know, the, the fun and, you know, this cool, amazing state of the art piece of technology from 1978, you know, uh, was the coolest thing ever. And, you know, it brings that sensation brings those memories flooding back. And I think that's, you know, that's why I think I'll always, you know, I'll always have a film camera at some point in my life, you know, whether or not, you know, it's a Hasselblad or, you know, a K1000 or whatever, it, you know, that's that smell like you, you know th- like the whole sensory thing about film for me is uh, it's really important and it means a lot
4: yeah. i think like any, the success of any photograph is all about connection like it helps you as a photographer connect with an emotion a feeling or memory helps you connect with uh, other people or help them connect with emotions or feelings or memories and like we've all seen technically perfect pictures that put you to sleep And pictures that, yeah, photos that may, yeah, maybe they're not the sharpest. Maybe there's something objectively imperfect, but uh, they get you in, you know, the head, the heart and the soul. And, you know, you, there are many ways to get to that. And anyone who says, well, if you're not shooting X, Y, or Z, don't waste your time on them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need a Leica either. No. (laughs) Award-winning photography
0: i've seen award-winning photography taken on holga's yeah
3: yeah working on it
1: (laughs) (laughs) i gotta use my holga
3: oh it's so much fun you know what i I, I just cameras
2: they are and you know what having popped my holga cherry in 2022 you know, and after just saying, I'm probably not going to buy another camera in 2023. If I buy another camera in 2023, <laughs> it will be a Holga.
3: Woo-hoo. Well, it's funny because I I did my top nine on Instagram just for fun. And I think seven out of the nine photos were Holga photos I'd taken throughout the year. And I was like, holy crap, like seriously. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I think I, I got something there.
1: It's funny. I, uh, I have my Holga. It's sitting on top of a dresser. If I were to buy a film, uh, another toy camera, it would probably be the Diana because there's a photo of me out there. For those who have maybe seen it on Facebook at one point or another, it's me around age two with a precursor to a Diana looking like I'm about ready to take a shot. And I've sort of used that frame. Yes, I was in the toy cameras before they were cool. Um, sadly, the original one is long gone, but... Um, yeah, I have a I, 35 I, I,
2: millimeter Diana and uh, I will put your name on it Bill next time I see you it's yours okay nice
0: okay well folks that wraps it up for uh, this episode a nice short one to start off season 9 and we definitely have big plans in our heads for season 9 we will see how we execute them and if we execute them and how much it will change but expect more roundtables, more gear focused Um, we definitely need to finish off going through the Nikon Professional F cameras in this season and I have a handful of people that I definitely want to get on our show including Molly Kate um, Eclectochrome on YouTube and James Lane of Zone Imaging the guy who is the chief priest of 510 pyro so stay tuned we are on all your favorite podcast platforms apple apple um, apple podcasts um, spotify and i just added a couple more to our list today so hopefully we get approved for those until next time my name is alex so get out there stay safe take care of yourself first and your photography second
1: This is Bill Smith. Planks, deadlifts, and squats are indeed the fountain of youth. You just have to be consistent. And don't be afraid to see where your photographic journey takes you in 2023. We always have the best laid plans, but sometimes we take a left
2: turn. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. This is James Lee. It's 2023. Be good to yourself. And if you're going to chase one thing, try to find the perfectly imperfect image.
3: This is Jess Hobbs, and I will always follow James (laughs) in this and always be like, darn it, he just does it so much better than me. But anyways, um, yeah, I just wish everyone all the best for 2023 in whatever you do. If it's photography or running or reading or writing or whatever, whatever it is you want to do, as long as you're having fun, as long as you're taking care of yourself and just get out there.
4: This is John Meadows. If life gives you lemons, add a green pepper and a couple of apples and shoot a still life.
2: (laughs) John is still the king of the penitentiary.
3: Yeah.